Hey, writers, join our first draft weekly writers club. We meet every Tuesday from 12 to 1 Eastern time. For more information, go to writingclassradio.com and click on the classes tab. I'm really mad at my mom. I am really mad at my mom. The worst thing for a parent, a mother, is to know that her child isn't settled and doesn't have family of her own. But what's even worse than this is to die knowing that your child hasn't settled down. I am really mad at my mother. I am so mad at my mother. My mom is also a middle child, and in some ways our relationship mirrors the one she has with her own parents. When it's just us together, I'm used to being the shoulder to lie her head on. The one who tells her that things will be all right with my two siblings. I'm really upset at my mother because of the way she goes about everything. Hi, this is Writing Class Radio. I'm Andrea Askowitz. You just heard some responses to the prompt, what is the story you tell yourself about your relationship with your mom? But before we get into that, here we are in our second class of the semester. I gave the prompt, what is the story you tell about your relationship with your mom? Here's mine. Growing up, my mom was my biggest supporter and confidant. Then at 23, when I came out as a lesbian, my mom and I broke up. Five days after I slept with a woman for the first time, I called my mom. I'd had boyfriends in high school and fooled around with guys in college. I thought I was straight. I guess my mom thought that too. Since I told my mom everything, I felt like I'd been lying for five days. Lying by omission. I dialed. I don't remember if I said hello. I think I just said, I slept with a woman. (laughs) My mom cried. She said, this is not what we want for you. This is not what we want for you. This is not what we want for you. Everything she said that day, she said three times. (laughs) All of her 1970s work in the women's movement slipped out of her brain, and the 1950s Southern girl, her primal self, took over. (laughs) Who have you told? Who have you told? Who have you told? I told Stephanie, Janet, Aunt Robin, the man at the Mini Mart. (laughs) For 12 years, I lost the person who loved me most. We didn't stop speaking, but we didn't talk about anything real either. On a visit home, I showed her a ring I'd bought at a gay bookstore. It was in the shape of a flower with a tiny pearl wedged between the folds of the petals. It totally looked like a vagina. My mom said, That's disgusting. I said, don't be a woman hater. When I had a baby, I got my mom back. Our next storyteller is a regular in my writing class. He's been here about four years. We used to have class in the conference room at my brother's Remax office, where Bo recorded his introduction. Bo! That was before we realized the effect of an air conditioner blasting. My name is Bo. This is not my real name, but one my writing teacher has bestowed upon me because it sounds Southern, which I am, and I couldn't think of a better one. 
and I don't want to use my real name because we write true things in class and the truth is often dirty. Here's Bo's story about what his mom thinks is dirty. Okay, let's hear Bo. My mother has always had an obsession with cleanliness and food safety. When I was a child, there was no greater sin than eating a grape at the grocery store because, not to mention the fact that they hadn't been paid for, was the fact that they had not been washed. She would look at me from the corner of her eye and say knowingly, someone might have gone to the bathroom and not washed their hands. And I would promptly spit out the grape. <laughs> when I bought my first house, I told my parents that my budget would allow me to redo the kitchen and the living room tile, but the bathrooms would have to wait. My mother was horrified. What about the commodes? The southern word for toilet, she exclaimed. I can't afford that now. She said, oh, Lord, I, 20 years of people peeing and, oh, that's just a bed of nastiness. I will buy you new commodes. And she did. As she's gotten older, her cleanliness obsession has grown in intensity, as has her willingness to share her tips with others. As I wander around the grocery store or pharmacy while she shops, it isn't uncommon to turn a corner and find her trading cleaning tips or paper towel preferences with complete strangers. During a visit home last Christmas, I sat at the kitchen table and watched as she set about to bake a cake when I noticed her holding the eggs under running water. What are you doing, I asked. She looked at me as if I were the strange one for asking the question. I'm washing my eggs. I'd never heard of this. Do you know where eggs come from? <laughs> the chickens, she stammered, unable to get, out the, to get the word out and just mouthed the word, but. Just laden with awful bacteria. Why well, I wouldn't dream of baking a cake for my family with eggs I hadn't washed. What are you talking about? You never washed eggs when we were growing up. Well, I do now. Just like Bo, John goes by a pseudonym, John Dope. During that second class, he wrote a story, and I could tell he was afraid to write how he really feels about his mom. So we did this thing I learned from Terry Silverman, one of my first writing teachers, where a student stands up and just talks. I gave him the prompt, Mom, and said go. This exercise helps get to the essence of the story. You know, we came from Family Five. She taught us a lot of good, a lot of good traits, you know, how to be respectful, uh, how to dress well, how to eat at the table, you know, don't run with the scissors, how to hand the knife over, you know, and, but she had these relationships with these you know, random men that have torn apart our family. But I have some compassion for my mother because personally, her mother died when she was young. She was a baby, died of pneumonia. Uh, her, grand, her father traveled the world dealing with the black market. You know, she was in Haiti. And, you know, she didn't really know the love of a parent. And, you know, she was moved from family to family and she told me she had hard times growing up because you know the way she used to smile and laugh and everything and she get you know reprimanded for that beat or you know or ridiculed 
and things were taken away and because she has a, a happy spirit i think she, she gave that happy spirit to me too as well no matter what we're going through we still try to find some kind of silver lining you know my mom worked two jobs she you know she was in the nurse she, uh, she's done the hospice you know she's very caring but she can be very cold at the same time i'm talking about super cold my eldest sister did not find out who her real father was so she was 30 years old you know and it's like, oh, well, oh, yeah, I'm just going to tell you something. You know, I'm just going to drop a big bomb. That's all right. And I, I feel deep down that she has a, a, a secret re, re, regarding me, but she doesn't say it. You know, I still, you know, get pissed off and wonder why we're not talking about certain situations or see a picture of an ex-boyfriend on the mantle with all our pictures of did something very nasty, very shameful. And it's like, you got this dude's picture? With all our pictures. And then she looks at me. And I knew you were going to say that. Take that picture out the garbage. And put it back up on top. And I'm like. Are you, are you fucking serious? Are you serious? I can't deal with this. I cannot deal with this. And I leave. And I got to escape. And then I end up putting myself. And it's my reality. So with my reality. I chose to. You know what I mean? Start. Try different experiences. You know? Start smoking weed. You know? Start hanging out. And start doing coke. You know? Doing anything. Just to get my mind off of that because that was a reality and it was nothing to be able to be changed and I really feel that caused me to sabotage a lot of my younger years I met John when I taught a writing class at the Miami Rescue Mission which is a transitional living facility for previously homeless men John was one of my students he came to class every week for two years. Some of the other guys got into it, but fizzled out. Not John. She, you know, put me through you know, Catholic private school when I was younger. You know, I'm a Catholic school product. And, you know, she really wanted me to be the best person I can be. But she fell short as all the other stuff. You know, like I was a young athlete and my parents never went to none of my games. You know, but she was definitely capable but she's the same mother, you know, that would beat me when I was a young kid because I did something like my father and then come back to mom and give mommy a kiss and you better act like you mean it. And you really did. You had to act like you mean it. If you didn't, you're going to get something that, you, you know, whatever she can grab in her way, she's chucking at you. John Dope still lives at the Miami Rescue Mission. Now he's a graduate of the program. He works three jobs and is going back to school to become a drug counselor. Keep listening to hear more from John Dope. This is Writing Class Radio, where students are working out their shit, and sometimes they don't want anyone to hear it. That she doesn't wear a bra, and then she had camel toe. You can't put that up on, on our podcast. Why? That's your story. No. I, you, my mom will never talk to me again. Listen, are you a writer, or are you pandering to what other people think? Fuck you. Have you met my mother? She holds yeah. grudges. Yeah, I've met your mom. No, no, no. She's adorable. Last time I told her her shoes were geriatric, she didn't talk to me for six months. Why'd you say that? What do you mean? Why'd I say that? They look geriatric. She said, do you like my shoes? And I said, no, they look geriatric. Oh, shit. Yeah. What are we going to do? We're putting it on anyway. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm not going to read the title because I think it'll give it away. Okay. These days, when I see my reflection in the mirror, I see my mom. 
Not the good features like her smooth, well-aging skin or her lean, well-aging body. I see her judgy personality and her anger. I hear her voice when I scream at my kids, how many times must I tell you to take a shower, put on your PJs and get into bed? I hear her when I get mad at them in the morning. We are late because of you. She'd be so gorgeous if I didn't find her maddening. I want her to ask me questions and listen and then ask more questions. I want her to really know me. We're both 5'4 and shrinking, both blonde with blue eyes. Her teeth are much straighter, whiter, and presumably more often flossed. She was a dental hygienist before she sold homemade belts, became a PhD, and settled into commissioned oil paintings. When she comes to visit, she turns every conversation into a conversation about her. She borrows my workout tights, and they give her camel toe. I don't wear those tights anymore. My mom stopped wearing a bra many years ago because they dig into her ribs and because she loves the freedom. Fine, I get it. But I believe moms should wear a bra when they're on a treadmill, especially my mom. My mom lives in North Carolina, but the other day in dance class, I saw her in the back of the class completely out of step. Oh shit, that's me. So I've written some stories that have my mom in them. And sometimes my mom isn't a shining character. So I asked her how she feels about maybe being portrayed by me in a not-so-shining light. When you don't talk about me, I think maybe, hmm, I'm not making an impression on your life anymore. So I like it when you include me. But the only one thing I didn't like, want to hear what that one thing was? Yeah. Remember that time you said about the soft knees? I didn't like that. That hurt my feelings. Flying fortress of plastic dreams. Red band canvas is fire. It seems. So here's the thing. Writing about people in our lives is hard. And it's probably best not to criticize anyone's knees. But we have our story and they have theirs. Part of our story is the one we make up about what other people will think if we write about them. We make up lots of reasons why we don't want to write certain things. Our truth is dirty. My mom won't talk to me for six months. But in my experience, I have found that people don't mind if I write about them. Maybe that's true for you too. On the next episode of Writing Class Radio, we're checking in with Vanessa and we're going on a field trip. Writing Class Radio is produced by Diego Saldana Rojas, Allison Langer, and me, Andrea Askowitz. Theme music by Astromaps. Astromaps is a local Miami band. Miami. Feeling pressures of losing time. Single chances that fall Writing Class Radio is recorded at the University of Miami School of Communications. And we are sponsored by Anthony Askowitz, best realtor in the world. And he's right here in Miami. So if you're moving to or in Miami, use the promo code your sister sent me and get a free home warranty and the free use of his moving van. Call Anthony on his cell, 305 807 9079. 
or email Anthony at askaskowitz.com. Hey, if you like Writing Class Radio, please rate us on iTunes. It's easy, but if you don't know how, Google will show you. And there's more writing class on our website, writingclassradio.com. Study the stories we study. Listen to our craft talks. Write your own stories. There's no better way to understand ourselves and each other than by writing and sharing our stories. Everyone has their story. Mom, what's yours? I don't know what you say. All I know is good. We're learning every day. But never understood. Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com.